Welcome to the Once Upon an Island podcast. I'm your very serious host, Wesley. And today I'm joined by my very serious host, Mary. Co-host. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it says on the screen, co-host, for those who are watching the YouTube version. But hey, we're here. And I mean, there's so much to talk about, Mary. There is. But let's first start with, do we like the 90 minutes? Do you like the 90 minutes? I do like the 90 minutes. I feel like... mm, there wasn't a point where I felt like it was slow. There was a point where I was like, wait, we're not at the immunity challenge already, mm-hmm. but it wasn't necessarily a bad thing. It was just like, wow, we are getting a lot of camp life, which is cool. I liked it. Yeah. Episode starts at eight, ends at nine normally, East Coast time. At like 830, we're usually like deep in the thick of like, oh no, who's going to be voted off? Mm-hmm. You know, immunity challenges just happened or it is or is about we're in the middle of it. But it was like, you know, it was 830 and we're like, oh, yeah, we're like halfway through camp life. Right. And yeah. we get to know so many people, we get to learn so many dynamics, we get a lot of character growth in Emily, which I feel like would have been very, if this is a regular 60 minute episode, very shorthand on a lot of this stuff. Oh, yeah. So much stuff would have been not been here. Brando wearing his buff like a girl would have been cut. It would have been like 30 seconds. Like so much stuff here would have been cut. Right. That was just like, I'm glad it was kept in. Yeah, it was good. Despite the summit existing, despite whatever this is called, the journey, whatever it's called. So... There is so much to talk about. I really like the 90 minutes. I This is great momentum. I think this episode is better than last week's. Yes, what do you think? I do too. I definitely agree. Um, well, I mean, first of all, we kind of expected Lulu to go. Our dog. Yeah. Not <laughs> the tribe to go to tribal. <laughs> we put her outside. So be- she makes a lot of noise. Besides that, um, I mean, there was an actual vote this time, mm-hmm. which is always a plus. They actually got to go up and write names on parchment. Yeah. That is a plus. I like you said. I do like the the content we saw from Emily tonight. Yeah. Um. Actually, a lot of my picks that I have chosen got some good content tonight. So on the on our make your picks pool. Yeah. Right. Oh, it's not too late to join. By the way, in the make your picks pool, uh, we are doing a fancy survivor pool. Uh, Mary, me, myself, and Rebecca. You can find us on there. Once upon an island on make your picks app. But anyways, uh, yeah. Thankfully, no, no. I don't think any of us picked. Brandon, so no, nobody was voted. Nobody, nobody's team has been decimated. No, by, by I picked Brandon. Brandon to be voted off tonight, yeah, ooh, yeah, ooh. as you should have. Uh, but there is so much to talk about. Let's first yeah. talk about what Jeff said last week, which what nothing Jeff egregious on his podcast. Oh, okay, nothing egregious. Thankfully, nothing like oh, 26 days, it's more than enough. They that producer that was on that podcast last season that she is not there this season. Mm-hmm. She said the most egregious things, nothing against her. She just said the most asinine things. But this time <laughs> Jeff said, thank you for laughing, Mary. I appreciate the laughter. Very rare. Mary hears jokes all day long. Last week, Jeff said that there was a twist that we didn't see. Apparently when Lo got first place in immunity, they got to send Kendra to the Lulu tribe. Mm-hmm. She was there the whole time. As they did all their strategic talk, she was there at tribal council. She got to cast a vote for Brandon, apparently. They cut all that out. And Jeff said that despite it all being cut out, it could be important to the story. Wow. No, it's not. (laughs) If it was important to the story, it would have been left in the show. That's so random. Um, I this cool twist. I they didn't do it this week. I mean, I was looking. I'm like, did they cut around anyone this week? No, they're very clearly a bunch of wide shots of the tribe walking. And well, and even after the challenge, they were all sitting at the camp talking, and yeah. there was clearly no one else there besides cameramen, of course. Yeah. 
And if there was, it would have been really awkward. It would have been like, hey, can you go over there? I don't know. Yeah, could you stand out of the way? Because we might cut you out of the show. <laughs> right. So I don't think they did that twist this week, but maybe next week. It is always possible because we don't know when that person mm-hmm. went there. For all we know, it could be like a couple hours later. I, I, I don't know. I will say that Rick Devins posted this clip about it be possibly being important on his Instagram. I commented saying if it was important, it would be in the show. And he liked the comment. So I don't know if Rick's just liking all the comments or if he's silently agreeing. Are you name dropping like Bruce tonight? No, I'm not name dropping <laughs> like Bruce tonight. I don't know Kane who's from Canada. Uh, all right. So I also want to mention, so people want a survivor return EC's. I want a survivor return EC's. Mm-hmm. It's not happening in 46. So don't get your hopes too high. I'm hoping 47, 48. Hopefully one of those will be right. some sort of return season. I would love that. But it does feel like in all the other reality shows on TV, they like pulling all oh, the survivor players. Of, yeah, a bunch of survivor players. So on Traders Canada, Erica from season 41, the mm-hmm. winner of 41 mm-hmm. is on Traders Canada. I nice. haven't watched it. I don't know if she's a trader. So that's all I know is that she's on it and it started. Uh, there's a show called House of Villains with Johnny Fairplay. Good I, choice. Mary does not like fair play, <laughs> so don't. she is not interested in seeing that. I will probably <laughs> watch it, but I don't know for sure when. However, there are two other shows with Survivor players. Mary and I will podcast about at some point. Oh, boy. Big Brother 25 has Suri on it. Oh, boy. By the way, at the time of recording, 28 episodes of the show. Oh, my gosh. A Big Brother. This is very mini. This is a mini ramp. I can't believe in 28 episodes. I feel like I don't really know. The whole cast 20 and like we're like episode two of Survivor and I feel like I have good handle on a lot of the people on the show. 28 episodes of Big Brother and I couldn't tell you about everybody in the let's, cast. Let's save it. All right. Big well, Brother anyways, podcast. we're going to do a podcast when that season's over with or when Suri gets voted off. We haven't decided yet. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll make the call. Depends on how far she makes it. And then the other show, this one I am excited about. U.S. Traders, the Traders, the U.S. version, obviously not Canada where Eric right. is. We'll have Parvati and Sandra. Oh. I don't know if either will be a traitor. They both should be traitors. And then. But then that might be too obvious. And then Boston Rob is going to be on Deal or No Deal Island next year. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's literally everybody is on every show. Deal or No Deal Island. Like Deal or the No show Deal with Island. Like I think it's what's called. But now it's on an island. Is yeah, it's on an island. And it doesn't sound like survival. It sounds like a resort with like mysterious well, challenges or I don't know. Challenges? I don't okay. know. I read the inside survivor thing with Rebecca last week. This is going to be, I was going to say, this is going to be like the price is right survivor where it's like the exact same thing with a few logos. We'll talk changed. about that later. They did a special survivor prices right earlier this week. And it was, we'll talk about that anyway. So I just want to mention there's all the shows. We're only going to podcast about big brother 25 and uh, us traders because us traders, I believe will be in January. It's a dead time. We got time. We'll podcast about the season once over with, uh, I don't know a deal or no deal island. Maybe if it's in the summer, <laughs> like when there's nothing else going on, but I'm not sure yeah, we'll, we'll podcast see. about deal or no deal island, but boss Rob's on it. So, all right, let's talk about the episode proper. Mary, you ready for this? I'm ready. They do a previously on survivor. They do. Did I care? No, no especially since it. it was mostly about Hannah, but yeah, still we don't, we don't really care. I mean, no, Hannah. I mean, it's kind of cool to see the old format though. Bruh. Hannah on her ex interviews was all like, I, <laughs> She was like so defensive. I didn't quit. I just knew everyone else wanted to be there more than me. Like, all right, Hannah. Like, it was just like so, it was so, it was so annoying. Anyways, that's all I got about Hannah. Uh, they do previously on Survivor. I never really cared if that came back. 
But they did the theme song. That I did care. Yes. It was awesome. What'd you think? I do love the theme song. It was really good. They said, Jeff said, not they, Jeff said there's going to be a hint in every sequence, theme song sequence mm-hmm. that for, I don't know if it was for the episode we're watching. The only thing I think of is there was a shot of the red beware advantage, but like Austin had already found the red beware advantage. I don't know if that's the hint for this one or if well, there's something else. It could have been just because, you know, advantages came up a lot in tonight's episode. So. When don't they come up a lot? And- there are definitely episodes that we have had where they don't even talk about the advantages. Those are my favorite episodes. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I actually kind of liked the advantages that we saw tonight. How dare you? Which no, we I, can get to when we get to. We'll talk about them. But yeah, I'm actually surprised for this episode if that's the hint that it wasn't the yellow beware advantage. I feel like that was a lot more prominent and important. But, but than the yellow red didn't one. even find there. Oh, yeah, they did. Sorry, I was thinking of blue for a No, Lulu found theirs. Yeah. 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 True. So. All right. Uh, opening theme song. I loved it. I'm glad it's back. I'm glad it's here. I think it's here every week. Every week. I mean, he said it changes every week, so I assume every week. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm on board. By the way, very briefly, we're on every podcast platform you can think of. Minus Apple. <laughs> Apple's a pain in the butt. Apparently, Mary, get this. That's how we get on. So we we slander them. Yeah, we'll slander them. Then they'll let us on. No, it's my, like, I made an account, and then it's like, I went through all the authentication and then I tried logging in the next day. It's like, no, your account doesn't even exist. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I authenticated with Sounds all these different like things. User it, is a you, it is a me problem. Yeah. I, I, I don't think it is, but I will take the blame anyways. Get this, Mary. So we're on like Spotify. You can see the image on the screen now. Google podcast, Amazon music, audible sure, sure. Podbean, all of them, Samsung, the whole nine yards. Google Podcasts apparently is shutting down. Oh, cool. <laughs> and becoming, it's going into YouTube music, which we're already, this podcast is already on. It's already mm-hmm. on YouTube. It's already on YouTube music pop podcast playlist, whatever it's called. So I guess it's cool. But at the same time, I was like, I just did all this work to get on there. And then, oh, yeah, we're closing in like the end of the year. Must be so hard <laughs> to be a YouTuber who oh, makes money on I, YouTube. <laughs> part of the power alliance i, I was down so in the coal mine slaving you. away to get our podcast on google okay <laughs> all eat all day all the live long day i worked okay so sifu <laughs> start the episode sifu says he wants to have fun so he tells everyone he can punch things and he can't feel the pain is sifu lying he has to feel some pain right he can't just not feel pain i feel like no, I, I think there are people who punch things enough where the cartilage in their hand kind of deadens the oh. pain receptors. So, yeah. Oh, okay. He's I'm dead sure he's hand. he's not lying. Yeah. But, but, I mean, that sounds a bit insane. Somebody say he's like an anime character. I didn't catch who that was, but. I think that was Austin. Yeah, probably. Yeah. All right. So then we see J. Maya. She's trying to code the sign. Yes. She's without doing, a clue. Without, yeah. without the Austin clue. I mean, mm-hmm. like she is on top of it. Mm-hmm. She's wrong. Right. But, but she doesn't know that. She is working hard. Yes. Mm-hmm. And she is trying. Her brain is working overtime. I'm like, you know, if there was no, like if, there, if we all knew there was no clue to help them, I'm like, she's not like mm-hmm. terribly off here. And we learned this episode, which I just have to be okay, right. Go ahead. I just like being right sometimes. Each tribe has a different beware advantage task oh that they have to do. So yes, red is the only sign where this clue is at. So don't I was right. feed Mary's <laughs> ego in the comments. We already know <laughs> if we pulled a poll for who people liked more, 
85% married, 15% Wesley. We know this. That's not true. We know this. Who cares? Move on. <laughs> oh, tomorrow, we're doing a special impromptu winner analysis, Mary and I. We're ranking all 16 people. There was so much content tonight. I was like, we got to do this. Yeah. Yeah. Like normally we do every other week and I am still doing every other week with Rebecca, but Mary might be doing the in-between weeks because there is so much content right. to talk about specifically for winter analysis. So we're doing that tomorrow. Heads up. All right. Austin does figure out the code though. What was the code that Austin cracked? Uh, it said dig in the fallen palm tree X. And we don't see him looking. No. No. But we do see him telling Drew about it later. We do see that. Positive for Drew. And then next time on Survivor, is that what Drew is doing? And Dee's offended. Oh. Like she caught her boyfriend cheating on her. It's possible. That could, that could, that's probably Drew looked like yeah. he was by himself, by the way, digging. It did look like he was mm-hmm. by himself. Didn't all think he was with Austin. But I'm sure he would have shared it with Austin. Maybe. We, we can get there when we get I there. I mean, he was very forward about his journey. Yes, so, so that's what I was going to say. You're not incorrect, but you could be incorrect. Well, and also, you know, they could be searching along the same area and not be standing next to each other. We don't know. So the Red Tribe, I'm not a hunt. I know we like talked about alliances tonight. Like, I don't feel a solid. Like, I don't know for sure until we get pen to parchment. You know, I don't know for sure how people stand. I feel like we're going over to the Blue Tribe now. Mm-hmm. I feel like after seeing the Blue Tribe last week and this week, I feel like I have a good handle on where the alliances lie in this tribe. Yeah. Like, I feel like a really good Jake and Bruce are tight. Or they're close. Mm-hmm. Jake, because Jake's like, oh, I love Uncle Bruce. He's hilarious. Yes. yes. And then Katura is on the flip side of the coin. Like, why does everyone think he's funny? Mm-hmm. They think he's interesting. He's always name dropping. And then he <laughs> name drops Kane. And I'm like, I mean, like, sure. Like, maybe you shouldn't talk about people from 44. But like, that's not like, not like a Boston Rob. Like, it's Kane. Like, sir. Sorry. Sir Kane. <laughs> How did I forget? He is. He was knighted by Jeff. So maybe that's a big deal. But. Let's be real. Is Bruce talking about the 44 cast all the time? I think Katura just has it out for Bruce. Like Emily, but she keeps it to herself. She doesn't like say yeah, it out loud. She's being smart about it at mm-hmm. least. Well, also, I think she really does see that, okay, Bruce is saying one thing, but not really acting like that all the time. I think she, they're just the personalities they don't get along. Bruce cannot be Uncle Bruce 24-7. He has right. to be Father Bruce sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, and he doesn't want that, but like it's part of his personality because right. he says... At home, you know, that's, yeah, that's who he is. He does tell his kids what to do. And plus, right. plus Bruce is in the Navy mm-hmm. and it's hard not to serve in the military. I don't know if he retired. I don't think he did, but he did. I'm sure he did a bunch of years. And I mean, that's just like ingrained in you. Like people are slacking off, you know, yeah. I was in the Navy. That's why I work in the coal mines to get our podcast <laughs> on Google. Okay. Anyways, back to Bilo. So I mean, yes, Navy part was true. Yes. Jake and Jake and Bruce seem tight. Yeah. Um, Brando and oh, I'm blanking. Kelly, same mm-hmm. tight. And you got Katura and Kendra. And Katura and Kendra think that they're in with Brando and Kelly. And Jake and Bruce think they're in with Brando and Kelly. So that'll be interesting to watch as we uh, go forward. Yeah, Bilo better keep winning because right now it looks like Uncle Bruce or Jake are on the line. Yeah, it it's does possible. not. I, I think that's the where the votes swing, and I think the women got control of this tribe. But red, I mean, we saw red. We saw some red strategy tonight for the first time it's in true. Reba, and there seems to be a four-way alliance with Drew and Austin. Drew Austin seems to be, but until Julie, she catches 
Indeed. Indy, yeah. But she catches Drew next week because she's sure. like she caught a boyfriend cheating on her. Nothing is nothing is solid and yeah. things aren't tested yet. I'm just saying we it was nice to see some strategy content tonight. That's why Reba. I said I feel like the blue tribe, I feel more I feel like I understand more than the red. Red, I feel like we've had people talking, but like nothing's had to be tested. And true, right. nothing's been tested on blue, but it feels like hmm, I don't know. Right. Go ahead. I was just going to say, so if we're done with B-Lo and Reba, let's talk about the tribe we yeah, all I want to talk about. I don't really have anything else about B-Lo, so let's do it. Let's talk about our dog, Lulu. <laughs> People asked for a photo of Lulu every week. I got to be frank with you. I can't even get a good... I have like two good photos of Lulu in my entire life. One was when she was a puppy and she wasn't paying attention. She was eating a stick, so she didn't know I was taking a photo of her, I think. And then the other time is I told her to sit and... <laughs> This is for our Christmas card. This is important, oh, by the yeah. way. This is good for our, this is good podcast content. People love when I talk about my dumb dog. Mm-hmm. And uh, she sat still for like a second, and I was just like, I was holding down the shutter, I was just snapping, mm-hmm. and I got one halfway decent photo. And I mean, halfway decent is a stretch. Yeah, there's only two good photos I have of that dog. She does not sit still for anything. When the camera's on her, I don't know why the camera triggers her. She's just very excitable in general. With the dog, with the camera. I mean, with in everything. Gen- but, in general. But so the camera yes. really triggers her. She just needs to get used to the camera. Yeah. Get to know the camera. Be yeah. friends with the camera. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> we we should post a picture. I, all right. So I maybe. I'm just, what I'm saying is I heard you. I hear you. Lulu is so, like, she's not, like, she's a dog. And anyways, I love her, but like. He's saying it'd be more work. It's a lot of work to get a good get photo of, the, of that He'd dog. have to get out of the coal mine and do some extra they, work. No, what? The coal mine is hard. <laughs> All right. So Emily goes out looking for the idol, or in this case, the beware advantage. They don't know that yet. Yes. Because 44 didn't have any beware <laughs> advantages, so they could think that they're dead and gone. Yes. Caleb suspects that this, this is up, so he's like, everyone getting pairs. Mm-hmm. Sabaya is paired with Emily. Now, right. Sabaya is probably the most adamant anti-Emily person there. Yes. So when Emily bluntly says, I think... <laughs> You're just paired with me to, to keep, keep an, an eye, eye on, on me. me. So no, thank you. Yeah. I'm going to do my own thing. Yeah. Like that was hilarious. <laughs> she's right. Yeah. But also, she handled right. it kind of wrong, but like she's, she's right. You were saying during the episode, it's, it's almost like she cannot lie. She's yeah. just feel like whatever thought comes into her head, she's going to say it. And it's it's I, I thought it was funny. I feel like Emily growing up watched the movie Liar Liar with Jim Carrey and never saw the ending where he was able to lie again. He just chose not to. No. No. Or maybe it's like Yes Man. Where he's like the whole time you could have said no. You just chose not to. I don't know. It's like uh, you know I'm just saying Emily. I feel like she lacks the ability to lie. Or has chosen I'm never going to lie. I'm just going to be blunt with everybody. I'm going to be Emily blunt with everybody. I'm going to be the famous actress. Oh, wow. You're welcome for that one. That was one. a stretch. America. Alright so <laughs> not other countries. Even Emily Blunt is English. Okay. So what do you think of Brandon finding the advantage and then giving it to Sabaya? For the best. For the best. Brandon was well, screwed up. Well, obviously, because Brandon went home tonight. But. <laughs> Told you, Brandon was screwed up. He would have gone home with it in his pocket. And then he would have had to rehide it. So uh, he uses Sabaya. Sabaya's like, thank you. And what's funny is because of this, Emily may... So think about think about this. Had Emily paired up Sabaya... Brandon finds this thing. Sabaya's not with him. She's with Emily. Mm-hmm. So Sabaya's not there to get it from Brandon. Brandon either puts it back and tells somebody, likely not Sabaya because she's with Emily. Remember, we're Does trying it to keep, really matter, hold on, track though? me. 
He's not going to tell Sabaya because she's with Emily. Yes. We don't want Emily to know. He's uh-huh. going to tell Caleb and Sean. Uh-huh. Caleb or Sean's going to get it. Mm-hmm. But in this case, because Emily bluntly said, no, thanks. I don't want to be paired with you. Sabaya goes off and does her own thing. She is with Brandon. Brandon finds it, gives Sabaya because she's, she's, she's not with Emily where she should be. Mm-hmm. And Sabaya gets it. Sabaya can't vote. Emily saved. Emily saved herself without meaning to save herself. It, n- no. Because Sabaya lost her vote. No. Yeah. D- no. Don't shake your head. No, I'm right. <laughs> no. And some people are home are like, holy crap. He is right. She did inadvertently it save only herself. only takes two votes. So Brandon still would have voted for Emily. Track me here. Oh, though. he didn't if have his Caleb vote. Caleb or advantage. Sean had it. They wouldn't have had understand. their vote. I understand. They wouldn't have had their vote. No, I understand that. Yeah. I was thinking that Brandon would still have his no. vote. And so Brandon and whoever no. the other person yeah. would still vote for Emily. See obviously. what I mean? So if Sabaya got to vote with Sean or Caleb. They're not. They're going to. Emily's gone. I think Emily's gone. I really don't think so. Because Sabaya I think, did not want I think Emily there. Sabaya realized that Brandon needed to be gone. But no. anyways. No, I think Emily's gone. Emily inadvertently. I am going to pitch this. Emily inadvertently saved herself by being too honest with Sabaya by telling her, no, thanks. I don't want to be with you while looking for this advantage. Sorry. Cool. I don't know. She said sorry, but she said the other part. Well, anyways, we can disagree, by the way, obviously. But I'm going to tell you that I think I'm right. I know, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so we find out Brandon has scoliosis. That's yes. my next note. I know why he says this because anything physical, Brandon is just not ready for. I mean, I, I, yeah. So, anyways, uh, Sabaya reads the note. She realizes it's this tree. She's all over this tree. She climbs on Brandon's back. He's like, I have scoliosis, so be careful. Uh, <laughs> she's like, oh, it's not there. I do not. Re- By the way, I knew. The, so, obviously, the camera showed us the coconuts up there, mm-hmm. but. How brilliant was it that actually the whole time you could just cut the thing and down the yeah, bottom? Yeah, that was cool. I thought you had to climb it. I was actually impressed with the with the idol hiding. It's not even, well, I guess technically the idol, it but It wasn't know. on the walking path at waist height, people. We have done it. Yeah. They have made so many changes this season. They've changed the puzzles so they're different cuts. Carson broke them. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the constant people complaining about how easy it is to find idols. I can't say it was us. Constant complaining about people saying how easy it is to find idols has changed the way they've done it. Thank the Lord. Mm-hmm. And then we haven't got to it yet, but the clear rule was initiated for challenges. Yeah, that we were excited about that. I'm very I'm just saying it seems like 45 had the theme song. I mean, like like feedback has been heard. Holy crap. Right. Who would have thunk? That's Who would yeah, have what thunk? a great episode. Changes have been made that we want. All right. Awesome. So brand new scoliosis. Uh everyone except for Emily knows about the beware advantage. And mm-hmm. I think that lasts through the whole episode, even at the vote. Oh, yeah, because she was confused as why there's only two votes. Yeah, Jeff said two, that's enough. And Emily's like looking around like, yeah, wait, what? Mm-hmm. So, and she knew that Brandon didn't have a vote. Just to know so. the next episode is going to start nighttime. Lulu, Emily's going to be like, why was two votes enough? And just going to say it out loud. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> She's just going to say it because it's on her mind. <laughs> yep. All right. I'm pro Emily. All right. So we go over to the Red Tribe. And what's up with D? I mean, is this even important? To this talk is about? on my notes. So it must be very okay. important. She has a very big toe. Is it big? Is it unnaturally big? It's slightly unnaturally big. Slightly unnaturally big. I didn't she think was, was grabbing everything though. with that toe. Yeah. She could pick things up with her big toe. Do you think D like when she's like feeling lazy and doesn't feel like picking up the remote, she just like uses her feet instead? It's possible. This is important stuff. This if, I mean, she could definitely win a, a foot challenge. Back to Lulu. Does it feel like <laughs> Sean is unimportant? Because we, I feel like we barely get anything with, like, Sean talks about other people, but Sean, we don't hear about Sean. 
We haven't got much personal content from Sean. Yeah, I feel I like Sean's think. the least. And, and as far as personal content, I think I would say Emily's the only person who got personal content in this episode. Mm -hmm. But we do see things that are like the way uh, Caleb is kind of mentoring her or you know, yeah. walking through that kind of shows a bit of who he is. We get a lot of what Sabaya's yeah. thinking too. Though. We get we get a lot of what Sabaya's thinking. Usually, when it's Sean, it's just a reaction to something mm -hmm. that happened. And you're right; it's not like telling us much about who he is. Very balanced editing, I gotta say. I feel like we heard from everybody tonight, even if it was only once. Like they made the time to show everybody mm -hmm. last week and this week. Even though I don't remember what everyone said both weeks. I'm like, wow, they like have yes. made it a point to make a balance edit. We haven't had an imbalance edit since 41. Mm -hmm. And I want to applaud the people who make yeah. the show for doing that. Thank you for making a balanced show for the past four seasons. Purple oh. edit is not around. Go ahead. It's not. No, I was just going to say, as far as Sean goes, like, yeah, maybe we're not seeing about who he is. I think the one thing I can say about Sean is that he genuinely deeply cares about people. And he does also care about the game because he was the one that kept bringing up Brandon. So the bio was like, full on Emily and Sean was like, no, it needs to be mm -hmm. Brandon because of the challenges. So, yeah. um, Sean has some sway. Yeah. Yeah. I still think Sean is on track to win. We're Probably two episodes deep. As far as feel content. Like they haven't really given us eh, much in the way of Sean. It's possible still, but, but you're right. Okay. It, it, there's so much content apparently coming this season with the 90 minutes every week that that could change. Yeah. That could change next week. So it could. it's not like the predictable 60 minutes where it's like, okay, well we, seen this you know 40 something times before we know where this is going mm -hmm. so uh, speaking of d's big toe do you think that's why julie aka mama j wants to align with her and drew no is it the toe it's not the toe Did the toe create is it a toe alliance oh my gosh. <laughs> you're welcome for that so we go back over to lulu <laughs> emily talks with caleb he says he's starting to get her and the moment he said that's like thank you mm -hmm. i'm like it, it may take a few days but like emily the moment you realize like Emily is not bully bullcrapping you. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. Like, you now you know all of her pros and cons. I feel like because she just <laughs> tells you like once you realize this is not a game. She's not like she's not like chaos Cass. She's yeah. Emily. I think obviously Emily is a great person to have around for a while because she's always going to draw the target to her. But if she's in alliance with you, she's always going to be straightforward and honest with you, too. Mm -hmm. Um, and she's also pretty good in challenges. I mean, obviously way better than Brandon. So there's definitely positives to keeping her around for a while. But My worry with Emily is you make the merge. Were you about to say this? If you make the merge with her, she might tell the other lions too much. Well, that's not what I was, I was going to say. She's still not going to win because she is only going to be likable to a certain few people. Like yeah. she's just not generally likable. Um, but also that I think Caleb mentioned that he's just like, I don't know if I can really trust her because she just blurts things out. You know, she just says whatever. Fair, so, fair. So yeah, that is a, a big concern to keeping her around. Very fair. Okay, so I will say it. So he coaches her. She apologizes. She's like learning how to be a better person. Mm -hmm. A lot of personal content. Mm -hmm. Other people, let me know in the comments if you agree on this one. She sounds a lot like Spencer Bledsoe. And it's been a while since you've seen Kagai on Mary mm -hmm. or even Second Chances. I don't know if you've seen Second Chances yet, actually. I don't know. Mary has, I do remember Spencer, though. Yeah, Mary hasn't seen only like two or three seasons. And that's what I think that might be one of them. Uh, she sounds like Spencer Blood. So he does the same thing, I believe, in Kagai and Second Chances. Where he's like, I'm learning to be human, basically. <laughs> like, that's his storyline. 
Like that his storyline is I'm learning to know learn what emotions are and become human. Yeah. And Emily here kind of gave me vibes of that. Yeah. So <laughs> how much human can you learn in 26 days? Well, that's the thing. Yeah, this is going to be. I'm glad she's learning. It was obvious she was making strides, but you can't just completely change yeah. your personality overnight. So she still made a few big oopsies, in my opinion, in tonight's episode. You ready for how Emily wins the final three real quick? How does Emily? She sits next to two people who are known liars, and she's just bluntly honest. People are like, you know, what? I appreciate the sure. honesty. Vote for Emily to win the game. The Matt Chat prophecy lives on. I'm holding off to the winner analysis uh, part of this podcast for for now, but that's the one I'm time. I'm gonna bleep you every time you say Matt Chat. I what's there not to believe? They did it for eleven seasons. Like I, I said, I'm gonna bleep you every oh, time you me. say me. I thought you said it. you're not gonna believe me. No. All right. Sorry. Bleep. All right. <laughs> uh so <laughs> we have a journey the boat shows up the boat is what they did next time on survivor they showed the boat and bruce was on it being a goof i thought bruce was going to go to the losing camp yeah so mm-hmm. we were wrong there's a journey we thought we avoided this a La- summit a summit whatever you want to call it uh that they did that they didn't do last week that they normally do in the premiere they did it tonight mary who goes on the summit so bruce drew and brandon go to the summit yes uh it seems like Bruce had to do paper, rock, scissors. Didn't Drew do paper, rock, scissors as well? Yes. How did Brandon get to go? They basically didn't want Emily to go. Yeah, it was. I, we saw the tail end of the conversation, obviously, mm-hmm. where Brandon's like, okay, so we're all agreed I should go. Yeah. Emily's like, well, I know no one wants me to go. And they're all like, yeah, bye, Brandon. <laughs> yeah, bye, Brandon. Love you. <laughs> so we go to the journey and they're on that they're at their summit and they're like okay we get to hang out for a minute and then we got to go our own separate ways while there drew gets to narrate mm-hmm. basically what happens which yeah. is an interesting choice i thought bruce might get it but no drew got to hmm drew got a few fun good moments this episode yeah was it drew or was it bastille that's the question which version oh. of drew, <laughs> drew do we get tonight uh i don't know. i think it's all just true yeah. i don't think there's a cooler version of drew out yeah. there and maybe there is maybe it comes at the end of the game or something no I anyways didn't. so he gets to narrate yeah. and he says that okay bruce held the, his cards close to his chest about his tribe but brandon told me everything and that makes me want to work with brandon <laughs> but mary what did we learn about reba from drew yeah well we're not shown that he told them anything about yeah. reba yeah yeah which and honestly, you didn't tell them anything or it's not important. Right. Well, honestly, what Bruce said about his tribe was very telling. If you listened, because Bruce was like, yeah, not everything's going the way I would like it. But, you know, we're all getting along. So, like, <laughs> that's a massive hint that Bruce is probably on the outs. I mean, yeah. like, I, what what else do you say to that? He should have just been like, oh, yeah, everything's great. We got fire. We're all getting along. You know, yeah. we haven't had a tribal, so we don't have alliances. He wasn't giving intense detail that Brandon gave. Right. Brandon was like, Oh, you guys, uh, Emily, Emily's she's the worst. The worst. I'm, yeah. I'm so sorry that she attacked you and we really want to vote her out, you know. And Drew's just like, hmm, yeah, nice, interesting. Okay. Emily's the second coming of Satan. Oh, 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 well, that makes me want to work with Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> so Brandon goes home. <laughs> anyway, so they have this summit and I say, I'm gl- I'm surprised Brandon didn't like fall going up the up the oh mountain gosh. to the summit so cut to the beach and they're walking and brand's walking on the beach by himself he's not in a race he's not in a challenge there's no rush 
He falls. Well, he didn't have to be walking on the rock. Unless they told him to walk on the rock. No, they like, probably just said walk along the beach as we get epic you shots. You walk on the sand next We're going to make you look cool, Brandon. Just walk on the beach. We won't show you fall down, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> sure they didn't say that. <laughs> Brandon, Poor guy. Brandon falls. It's, well, the thing about Brandon, though, is you can't like dislike Brandon because he's no, not arrogant. No, he is so cool. He's very aware yeah. of his shortcomings. He's mm-hmm. like... At one point, he's like, I'm like a comedy of errors. And I'm like, I mean, he's dead on. We, I don't hate Brandon. I don't hate on Brandon. I think it's funny. Like, it's funny. It's too bad that Lulu kept losing because Brandon couldn't be there longer to yeah. make more comedy of yeah. errors. Uh, Lulu's still the worst tribe, though. I'm not sure. I feel like they have cut their dead weight in challenge, challenge wise. I mean, I don't know how Emily would have done on that puzzle today but sure but she seems very logical and probably could i don't maybe know she's a puzzle wizard and we just don't know it yet maybe maybe so next week they put her on the puzzle she nails it and they're like we should have emily doing this this whole time yeah maybe yeah. we'll see we shall see so brandon falls uh bruce is like i suck at puzzles i'm gonna protect my vote mm-hmm. good call yeah that's i the moment they said three minutes i'm like Personally, I'm like, no. That's a very short time, yeah. You said five minutes, I would have gone for it, but three Mm -hmm. minutes. And like, sure, we got to see the preview of the puzzle. They didn't. Right. They were going in basically blind. Mm -hmm. So it's a puzzle we've seen before, though, the matching tiles. We've seen this before. And they get three numbers and they pull the 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 challenge. Yeah. Yeah. But three minutes to do it, I was like, I would have passed too. So smart. What does Drew and what does Brandon do? Because they cut them, they do them side by side. Well, of course, they both choose to play. And Drew, I think Drew's strategy was not as great as Brandon's because he was throwing his tiles on the sand and then he accidentally threw one away he needed and he had to run go grab it. But it didn't matter because he ended up getting the right numbers anyways. Uh, Brandon, I think, was just too overly excited. <laughs> I guess he wasn't paying attention to little details. Which that number you have was wrong to. for Brandon? Uh, his his first number. I don't remember the sequence of numbers, but he had like a 50 something. It, it was 81, 54 and 22 is what I saw for Drew. So I don't okay. know which one Brandon He got didn't wrong. have the I know he didn't have the 84. The 81? 81, whatever. He didn't have hmm. the 80 okay. number. Um so he had 22. He must have had the 50, but he didn't have the first number right. Okay. Or whichever one eight. Those the are the three numbers was. Drew had. I don't know what the correct order was to open the right. open the thing, but yeah. And we didn't see the correct order. But <laughs> Drew was just so excited. Oh, I've been wanting to do this all my life. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> you know, or not Drew, sorry, yeah. Brandon. And so it's sad when he failed. On the puzzle guy. And yeah, on the way to the challenge, he's like, I, I already felt kind of defeated just because of the way things have been going. So this is like going to be redeeming for mm-hmm. me. And it wasn't. And no. Yeah. So unfortunately, Brandon failed and did not get it. And Drew won. I Unlike mean, Hannah, I like Brandon. I do like Brandon. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care. Hannah, I've like, I shows like she could have redeemed herself in exit press like somewhat, but she just did the opposite. She just buried herself deeper. Brandon, I feel like when Brandon gets all his exit interviews, he's going to be like, yeah, I sucked. Right. <laughs> I sucked. I wasn't good at anything. I really liked being out there. I mean, that's what he said tonight. Yeah. I, I don't see him at all being changed in that sense. He'll be like, yeah, I sucked. It, I mean, it was fun being out there five days, but right. I sucked. So the what drew one was the safety without power, mm-hmm. which allows him to leave a tribal without being able to vote. But he also doesn't get voted out. I'm 99 percent sure we have not seen this since Winners at War when Jeremy got it, and Jeremy I think he even used it too. I don't know if he saved himself. Like I don't think he was. I don't know if he was going that episode or not. Mm-hmm. But he did. He did get it, and he did use it from my recollection of Winners at War. So I don't think we've seen it since then. It's an okay power. I mean, it's. 
Too bad you can only use it to file to file ten because it's really it would be it's really powerful come the merge. Right. Pre-merge. <sighs> well, and didn't didn't Drew say though that I'm gonna keep this for the merge and use it for one of the Well, us I think they normally it. do their mergatory or f- oh, or the right. merge thing at twelve. So I guess it is probably good for a maybe I don't know if they're doing their Remember in 44 where they did two weeks of Earn the Merge and we we're like rolling our eyes to the back of our heads. Oh yeah, that was terrible. Yeah, 44 was something. Um, But then that was Final 12 and Final 11. Final 10 was their first normal merge vote. So I think maybe it is good basically for two-ish merge votes. Gotcha. Maybe if he's on the... Think about this. If his team loses the Earn the Merge thing and they have to go and vote and there's only five available people, he'd get out of that by using yeah. Safety Without Power. So it might have even more power than I was originally thinking. But it's definitely not for Reba like he tells them. Yeah. He, he sits down and he shows it to him. Mm-hmm. He tells them, you know. So, and obviously Brandon told his tribe the truth. Yeah. And they definitely believed him. And we him. don't see Bruce telling Yeah, we didn't anything, see Bruce telling his tribe anything. Which means they either A, believe him, or B, it doesn't matter. Right. Yeah. Or, I mean, both, obviously. Well, I don't know. I mean, obviously, I'm sure he told them the truth because why would he lie about right. that? Which I think they would have showed if he lied. But yeah, they, he probably told them, like, oh, okay. Or... The thing is, they don't believe him. It doesn't matter to the story because they would have showed it. Right. So for those who are new to the channel, we do a lot of analyzing, like, what is the show trying to tell us? It's like all, all of my YouTube videos, their story videos. It's like, what is the show really telling us about this person? Mm-hmm. What is the story from their point of view? In this case, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. The only thing that matters is Bruce didn't tell Drew everything you wanted to hear. Maybe that comes up later. Yeah. That's the only thing that matters for Bruce here. But right. Definitely not telling his tribe. So. Right. Uh, yeah. Sean... <laughs> Upon hearing that Brandon failed at the puzzle, says Brandon sucks at puzzles. Yes. I mean, Sean wasn't even there to see the puzzle, the complexity of it. But he heard well, and he's like, Brandon's terrible at every challenge you've ever done. Yeah, he said and he, and he brought up, okay, Brandon said his strengths was puzzles, but he's failed at the puzzle of the immunity. Mm. And now he's failed at this, you know, beer, you know, at he fails at every challenge. Whatever. So what is he good for? Yeah. Basically. I mean, just to be blunt, to be Emily Blunt with him yeah what is he good at so but the positive going back to reba with drew is that him being honest does have austin open up to him yes and he tells him about his clue about his beware advantage but Mm -hmm. they still we still don't see them looking so why is austin austin's been sitting on this thing for like three going on four days now well i think that it was because drew opened up about his advantage idol whatever sorry advantage i guess so that solidified and you just see them Getting closer in this episode, he has this four-way alliance with Drew and Julian. Mm-hmm. Uh, D. I don't know why I keep blanking I don't on that. I keep blanking on that too. Sorry. Drew and D's or Gus are kind of close. Yes. Um, and I think he's just like, okay, yeah, this is who I'm gonna trust, this is who I'm going to go with, and I've just gotta make a decision and do it. So I I don't think it's a bad move, especially if you're worried you can't find it. And I think that I do think that Drew and Austin will be a good team. Like, like Drew said, they may not be JT and Steven. No, Token Drew Chief. wants to be JT. I know, and I know. I'm saying, sorry, they may not be at that level, but the, it's a good partnership to have the brains and the brawn. That to me is wild. That here we are in season 45, and the token, the alliance of JT and Steven from Token Chain, season 18, is still referenced to this day. Mm-hmm. It was referenced in Dave vs Goliath as well. Yeah. So like it just get it probably gets brought up more often than we know. But it's a for pretty those who, epic alliance. For those who haven't seen Token Chains or just want a brief catch up on JT and Steven, the epic alliance, I do have a video called The Ultimate Bromance. Uh that is their story from Token Chains. Mm-hmm. And they're and the, I mean it's really their bromance. So 
we haven't really seen an alliance quite like those two those two men since then yeah we've seen alliances between two people that are strong i would say maybe wendell and dom are the closest on oh, yeah. ghost that, island yeah i'd say in that terms was really of a close. bromance yes. yeah so but jt and steven are like the o, that's like the og bromance yeah even though there have been many dude alliances before so all right uh we go over to blue tribe below uh the women are all wearing their buffs over their torsos and they're like brando you should try it and brando's struggling but I didn't get it, Mary. So you're a woman. Oh, correct? thank you. For just double checking. All right. I just want to be clear. Have you ever tried wearing it like that? No. It seems incredibly difficult. And Brando's thinner than him. And he was struggling. Well, and it's like, really stretchy it? material. So yeah. yeah, you have to like stretch, stretch it, out. it out a little bit. I'm sure. People in the comments, let me know if you've tried this. How hard <laughs> is it? Because it looks hard. Personally, I'm probably too big to try. I would ruin my buff probably yeah. if I did that. I'm not huge or anything, but I'm just like, I'm not Brando size. Brando is a petite man. Mm-hmm. It should fit e- easily. You look to be struggling, so I don't know. All right, Mary, maybe this week we try that with you. You can tell me how hard it is. Scale one to ten. I don't know. Mary rolled her eyes at that, so we're not doing it. But for any- anyone wondering, I proposed the idea. You, you heard me propose it. And you heard Mary roll her. You heard Mary roll her eyes. Okay, so Brando. All right, so Bruce is scared though. Bruce is mm-hmm. Bruce straight up tells Jake. I think there's or did Jake tell Bruce there's a female alliance? Jake tells Bruce yeah. there's a female alliance and they're gonna come after us because we're the strong guys. And I think it's gonna be me because you're so charismatic and everybody likes mm-hmm. you. Um, and Bruce looked really worried. Like, oh no, I'm a <laughs> I'm a target. <laughs> Bruce. Like, should- Bruce yes. probably like, I wish I was on Survivor 44. I could have been part of the Tika 3 alliance. We could have been the Tika 4. <laughs> he would have fit right in with Jam Jam, Carolyn, and Carson. He would have. Probably. Yep. And he I would have been the part of the Tika 4. He seems pretty goofy. Yeah, well, so is Jam Jam and Carolyn. I know, but this is all an act, so I don't know how it would work with people who are actually really goofy. It is. He is pulling the Fabio strategy, I'll say. Fabio purposely... I mean, Fabio was a goof, but he was also like purposely leaning into it. He wasn't yeah. like trying not to be a goof. Sure. He was like, all right, I'll just be a goof because people want me to be a goof. They'll call me Fabio. Whatever. That's fine with mm-hmm. me because it makes people not view me as this big target. Yeah. It makes people underestimate me. Cool. Bruce wants to be underestimated, but Bruce is a strong looking dude who played once before, even though he didn't do anything his first time. And he just has, he's not Fabio. Right. He, he's not naturally Fabio. He... But he's, he's trying, really trying to downplay this, but yeah, yeah. he needs to get in, in with the women and mm-hmm. they are all bonded together, it seems like. Well, again, seems we'll see like. where Kelly and Brando end up, which side they land on, because it did seem like Kelly was pretty torn between going with the girls yeah. and Brando or going with Jake and Bruce. So we'll see. We can see how quickly things change, though. Look at what happened to Lulu tonight. Two of them couldn't vote. I mean, who cares? Who cares about alliances when, you know, two people can't vote anyways. Sure. Yeah, whatever. And nobody on Belo, I can't believe nobody on Belo has found their beware advantage yet. We're, we're now day six shown. when episode three starts, we're on day six. That's true. Oh, I will say, I also think Brando got some personal content tonight because he talked about how he wasn't sure if he would connect with anyone or mm-hmm. how he'd feel. And he felt like nerdy and scrawny yeah. and he is connecting. So that was a little bit of personal content for Brando. True. Too. True. I feel like we really got to know people better um for sure katura hates bruce yes <laughs> hates bruce she dislikes him she she hates him she hates him she doesn't get why people like his goofy style anything she doesn't like it mm-hmm. not a fan not so, a fan. the blue tribe i feel like is next to go tribal 
I feel like we're more set up for a blue tribal than we are for a red tribal. We're seeing the schisms. Currently. Yeah. I'm saying Emily could come through, beast the puzzle next week. Blue goes to tribal council. Beef the puzzle? Beast the puzzle. Oh, did I say beef it? I didn't mean to say beef it. If I did, I meant to say beast. She beasts, B-E-A-S-T, the puzzle. Did I spell it wrong again? <laughs> no. You're Why fine. are you laughing? <laughs> there would have been another S, but it's okay. Go ahead. B-E-A-S-T. She beasts the puzzle. She beasts the puzzle. <laughs> okay, move on. You're right. What, you're good. Is it beast or is it beast? You said she be she's going you said she beasts the puzzle. You put an yeah. S on it when you said it, but and not I when you spelled it. That's when I spelled it. Oh goodness. Okay, moving on. She beasts it. All right. So <laughs> before we get to the immunity challenge, board game time. Yay. This time it's Castles by the Sea, which we will have a link in the description for. Mary, can you tell people about this board game as they look at the beautiful images on YouTube of it? Well, it is a beautiful game. I really enjoyed this game a lot. Um, so basically, it's like a kingdom building game. I, I don't really have any other games to describe it or compare That's it to. Um, but basically, you use these wooden blocks that are representations of sand, sand blocks mm -hmm. and make different arrangements in which you place your own specialized structure and pieces um on and they have special rules you know so this piece can only be built yeah. like this or this piece can only be placed like this and you get points for the more structures and pieces you use um and then there's an added element of these hazards which are randomly triggered throughout the game and you don't know when they'll happen or even where they'll happen at times um to knock over your your little sandcastle mm -hmm. kingdom so it's super cute super fun i i love all the cards and the artwork it's fun fun little cute fairies out building their little sandcastles and it was just really, um, it was really fun. I love it. Out of all the board games we've played so far and we reviewed, this is one I feel like that Survivor fans could really get into because it involves puzzles, mm -hmm. the puzzle of how to build your castle, right, and the strategy of choosing which hazards because there are hazards mm -hmm. that could ruin other people's castles. How right. to move them around, how to make sure if they do hit you, how do they, how can you just take minimal damage from these hazards? Right. Strategy and puzzles. I mean, like this is. It does is a game. It's on a beach. Yeah, it's on I mean, beach. it's basically Survivor the board game, but right. yeah. So I highly recommend it. Uh, it's two to four players. It does have a solo mode variant for those who are interested in that. Uh, it's just lots of fun, and we greatly appreciate it being given to us for this review. But yeah, check it out. Links in the description. Okay, so Mary, we go to try. I'm sorry, we do not go to tribal council. We go to the immunity <laughs> challenge. Before you tell everyone what the immunity challenge is, because I'm sure mm -hmm. it's fascinating and original. Jeff tells everyone, hey, in the past, how it's been, this is how, by the way, how it's been since season one, mm -hmm. is if you set up a challenge, it gets reset come tribal council because they used to do two challenges every right. episode. So the reality was, is if you saw one, you had to do the other one because they just had to. Well, the, eventually they stopped doing two challenges every mm -hmm. episode and they can't do it now with 26 days. They don't, right. the challenge team does not have time. It doesn't matter how long the episode is on TV. They don't have more time to build. Mm -hmm. The only thing they could do if they like, we know the auction's coming at some point. Like, I feel like simple stuff like that could be done, but even then, they still have to have a whole team of people shoot that stuff. And right. so, so, like, it's just a lot of logistical work. So, I get it. I get it. I get why we don't do two challenges, and I'm fine with it. But Jeff's saying because of that, and because of Claire from season 41, which he didn't say, but he might as well <laughs> because notice how the rule wasn't there last season. If you sit out of a challenge, you cannot sell the next challenge. I don't care how many tribal councils are in right. between the two. Yeah. So. Good. It is good. Good. If Claire was there, she would 
disapprove. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm excited about this rule. I this think is it's not really the Sandra good. rule. Because if it was, it would have happened in 41. Sure. It happened in 45. Claire did it. Claire we did, did it, everybody. It. So you should be thanking Claire. I mean, she Claire once again sat out of this challenge. So what am I going to say? Yeah. What a beast with no S at the end. <laughs> All right. So he initiates the. We're calling this officially, everybody. This is the Claire rule because Claire's the last person to test Jeff's patience. You saw it last season. He got really upset in his mm-hmm. own Jeff way about it. So Jeff Dick is a little snarky tonight, didn't he? He got snarky. Now he got snarky last season with Claire. Jeff Snark's coming back. I Good. think he's feeling more comfortable because. That whole damn thing of 39 really put Survivor off kilter. Yeah. And then Jeff has said in podcasts that the George Floyd incident had a huge impact as well mm-hmm. back in 2020. So I feel like Jeff's getting more like in the groove now. And it, you can definitely tell. So <laughs> this is my only note about the immunity challenge, but I'll let you explain it and I'll say what my note is. Go ahead. What was oh, the, what's okay. the immunity challenge tonight? So one player at a time has to climb up to the top of a tower, smash, jump and smash a tile with, that has a key, grab the key and then walk across this floating balance beam. And then swim to another platform. And then once they get all three keys, two players then use the keys to unlock the puzzle pieces and do a new puzzle. It's a 3D coral puzzle. And then there's also a reward. You get fishing gear if you win or one of the first two teams to win. Yeah. First place gets a huge fishing reward set. Second place gets like goggles and a Hawaiian sling. And a mask and, a, and fins. That's why I meant by I said goggles. Sorry. Sorry. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> that's fine. We're saying the same thing. But uh, the, the first place they were like, whoa, yeah. And then the second place reward each other. And they're like, oh, okay. No, they were excited about eh, it. They eh, know what it means. Eh. All right. So the moment we saw who was on puzzles and who was swimming, I already knew Lulu had lost. Brandon was on the puzzle. Would it have been better for Lulu had he been swimming? No. Do you remember what happened in the very first episode? I mean, it was only last week. The very first challenge. He that couldn't was on even, a ladder, though. That wasn't while be, swimming. But he said it was. He couldn't pull himself up on a ladder. How could he? First of all, walk across Let's the floor. Bounce, he bounce swam beep. out to that boat. He yeah. swam out to the boat. Okay. Here, all he had to do was jump and then swim and then do balance beam. He balance died beam. On. He would have died on the balance. He died beam. on the balance. And beam. he's the puzzle guy. You're right. He's the puzzle guy. I'm. But I'm glad because it kept Emily around. The fact that he sucked tonight. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But would Brandon have been more successful dying on the balance beam or? I don't think it would have mattered. Like they would have lost the balance beam and they're like, Brandon, you you couldn't even get to the puzzle. (laughs) Well, and what bothered me too is like, I I don't know why Sabia was on the puzzle. I think Emily should have been on the puzzle. Both Emily and Sean were telling Sabia and Brandon what to do. do, And they weren't even listening. It was like, maybe they couldn't really hear them because they're so focused. And I get that. When you get super focused, you're like, you zone others out. Yeah, you zone out. But it was just frustrating because there was like, obviously that's not the piece. Turn it around. You have it upside down. And he still keeps trying yeah. to fit it in. And then Sabaya's like, is this piece go here? And Brandon's like, I don't know. I'm trying to find this piece. How much of that is they can't they can't swim or they feel like they're not going to be good at? It. Maybe the balance beam. You See, know? I, dev- I would have said, hey, do not put me on the swimming balance beam. I'm not that great at puzzles, but I know I suck at swimming. Mary doggy paddles like the Dickens. <laughs> like the Emily Dickens, she doggy paddles. But Mary is not a swimmer. <laughs> we do know that Jeff got very annoyed with Lulu. And was saying they're in the deep freeze. Put they're, them in the deep freeze. They're, way they're not even close. They're not even close. Not even close. It was Reba and Bilo. It was, was all... so embarrassing. I will say Reba did really well considering that. I feel like the puzzle for them is unfair. The contrast of colors for the blue tribe and for the yellow tribe. Like the, on the colors in the puzzle, I'm like very easy to tell. where the, But on the Reba tribe, I'm like, it's like almost the same color. And I'm not colorblind. Well... 
Sure. I don't think that what you really have to notice are the lines, right? We got first. That's all that matters. Yeah. I I wouldn't say they had like an unfair advantage. It wasn't that. No, I'm not drastic. saying it was an advantage. I'm saying I feel or like we got the shaft. Yeah. On the contrast. Maybe it helped them though. They got first. Yeah. It didn't seem to matter. Maybe it didn't get in the, yeah. I don't know. Just something to consider. I don't know if anyone there is colorblind <sighs> or if that, you know. So, anyways, so Lulu loses. We go back to camp. Brandon's very sad. And Sabaya's like, I still want Emily out. Yes. Yeah. Sabaya, like Katura hating Bruce, Sabaya hates Emily. Well, also, before we go back to camp, oh, okay. immediately after the challenge, you cut to Caleb having a confessional saying, Our tribe's falling apart emotionally, physically, and we suck. And then we go to commercial and then yeah. we come back to Brandon saying, I suck. I lost. I don't have a vote. I'm sorry. Also, I want to point out that the sit out bench was there was a different sit out bench for both tribes. Like, I'm mm-hmm. surprised they didn't let them sit together on their own, on a sit out bench because potential talking, you know, is it because they want to establish there's different sit out benches and therefore there could be an advantage on each one. No, like we've seen I don't in the know. Past. Yeah, possible. We didn't see them looking at all. Well, because there wasn't anything there. Oh, well, Survivor sure. likes to highlight when it's there and then somebody misses it yes, so that you know true. in the future to look for it. Mm-hmm. And here that didn't happen. So I just wonder if they're just established. Like, why weren't they sitting on the same bench together? I don't know. I don't know. I just thought it was interesting. Okay, so Lulu tribe. Sabaya wants Emily out. But here's the reality. Sabaya can't vote. Mm-hmm. She can't vote. Mm-hmm. Brandon can't vote. And I told, I said this as we got out of the, out of the immunity challenge. I'm like, Mary, think about it. Sean has already explicitly said he doesn't like how Brandon sucks at challenges. Right. That's all the votes Emily needs. Yeah. He, she only needed one person to vote with her. Right. Yeah. So we, we pretty much knew that Brandon was going home. Yeah. Tonight. Sean was adamant that Brandon sucks. Yeah. And Sean and Emily, that was all the votes they needed to eat. At challenges. And I'm sure that Kayla voted with them. I, I, I guess I wasn't paying attention to the final vote count, but I'm yeah. sure it was pretty much straightforward that Brandon goes home. Well, but. Sab- so let's go back because Sabaya. It's like, we're going back to this tree and we're looking because I want my vote and I want the idol. Yes. So they go and they look and what happens? Well, they take forever. And Emily says, wow, they're taking forever. It must be so hard to be in a power alliance and have all the power. <laughs> you and I both like just died laughing yeah. at that point. I'm telling you, Emily's a hoot. Yeah, I like Emily a lot. But anyway, so they're searching. Poor, poor Caleb has to climb up in this tree and get mm-hmm. bitten all over by ants and suffer for Sabaya suffering when all of a sudden Sabaya looks up and she's like hmm I see coconuts this isn't a coconut tree like at the same mm-hmm. time I think it was Sean I don't know if Sean or or Caleb saw the, the vine like wrapped around the tree and like this doesn't look natural. I didn't even think about the vine till they cut I it I didn't either and so they just like hmm let's see what happens when we cut it and down comes the idol it was really cool I really appreciated how they hid the idol this mm. this time and we- still it's not even they have to melt the yeah. wax around the idol. Our criticisms up through 43 were, oh, whoop dee dee doo It's on the walking path at waist high, eye height, knee height. Pick, mm-hmm. You know, it's on the walking path. Mm-hmm. 44, they did the birdcage. They mix mm-hmm. it up a little bit. Yeah. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Here, they have gone all out. And I really, I, I truly appreciate them making the changes that we want to see. Right. Different puzzles. Mm-hmm. They made a sit out rule. Mm-hmm. You know, they're putting, they're making the idol hunt. Like a different thing. Like yeah. They actually have to do work. It's not just handed to you. It's not just on the walking path at waist height, eye height, knee height, whatever. Right. If they're making a challenge, like as it should be to get the idol. Yes. So Sabaya has to burn in the wax. Melt and Mary. the wax. <laughs> they don't have they fire. Don't have they fire. don't have flint. No. What could Sabaya do? What could she have done in this episode to get this idol? <laughs> so my thought was that 
you take the idol with you to camp. Everyone already knows you have it except Emily. So this is the only part where it gets a little tricky. A little tricky. And you just set it out by the fire there because tribal, we know tribal takes like at Mary least an at hour. Mary said camp, she meant at tribal. I said travel. You said camp, but it's oh, okay. Well, you, she meant, I meant at tribal, tribal council. At tribal council, you said it next to the massive fire. In the middle. Yep. Right at the beginning, she's like, hey, Jeff, I'm melting my idol. So <laughs> the clue did not say you can't do this at the, tribal. It didn't. It just said you have to melt the wax somehow. You, so. It's better to ask for forgiveness than permission. Yes. You go up to that fire as, you, as everyone sits down. You throw it in the fire. Jeff's like, uh, what's going on? Jeff, I have a note that says <laughs> <laughs> I need to burn away the wax to get my idol. Now, to be clear, I don't remember if it said with your campfire. It just said you need to burn she away the just wax. Said melt away the wax, which means you can't go like chisel it off, you right? Know? You can't no, use it has machete to be and chop it. Melted by fire. That's what it said. Yeah. Well, there's fire at tribal. Yeah, you make a good point. Fire at tribal. The torches. Put it on the torch. Put it in the camp. Mm, I wouldn't put it on the torch, but my point is, there's yeah. fire everywhere. Put yeah. it on some fire. You're mm-hmm. right. When you said that, I was like, Mary, it's brilliant. They didn't say you <laughs> couldn't do it. You don't ask for permission. You just do it, <laughs> and you have your idol and you have your vote. And the next season, they'll make a rule about it. Right. Yeah. But, I mean, she does give away the secret to Emily that she has one. But, I mean, Caleb and Sean already know. So. It's okay. I mean, it, what does it really affect at the end of the day? If anything, it's a positive that Emily knows she has an idol. Because, anyways, tonight, with that vote, yeah, because Emily's looking confused. But the reality is she's going to very quickly figure out that. Oh, I'm sure. So I didn't vote. And she's going to find out the reason. Because it's right. a tribe of four people. So, well, and not we much didn't, secrets. We didn't talk about how... Emily gave up her shot in the dark to Sabaya either, which yeah, it kind of just happened. Mm-hmm. But it was smart, I think. It. I mean, she wasn't. If she wasn't going to use it, it was smart because she needed her vote. Because the reality is, she only needed Sean to vote with her. She didn't know. Right. I mean, she didn't know that, but yes. She, well, yeah, she didn't know that, but it was smart of her not to threaten her shot in the dark because I think that makes her scarier to people, and she was trying to lower her threat level. Right. So good on Emily mm-hmm. inadvertently saving herself by selling Sabaya to buzz off and looking for the advantage. <laughs> I will stand by that. That was a great move, even if it was accidental. Uh, everyone needs a little luck to win the game. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. And yeah, good on her for giving her shot in the dark up because reality is that one in six is not worth no this early in the game. It's not like why, like why we saw it work one time. Remember last season, I think. And it was an episode where that person wasn't even going. Right. So Shot in the dark has been a big waste of time for the most part. I would I would be out on the island. I wouldn't even worry about it. I'd be like, whatever. You shot in the dark. I don't care. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Uh, we go. <laughs> so we are a tribal and Brandon says he sucks at challenges because this is the first t- team he's ever been on. He's never done. This is, by the way, a terrible hitch to keep him in the game. He's never been on teams. He's never done anything really physically, it sounds like, or team wise sounds like he's doing things solo yeah he, he's playing solo variants on board games because <laughs> he doesn't do any teams so Br- this is like a terrible pitch to me it's like i know he want. i know he's very like open and honest but he, a good move here would be to be like this is an anomaly i don't know what's going on you know sometimes i sometimes i'm terrible and the next day i wake up and i'm great i mean mm. that might be a bold-faced lie <laughs> don't get i'm sure it is yeah. but if he really thinks he's the puzzle guy right like maybe he does good puzzles at home that's how he should probably pitch himself something right. like that because saying well, that i, I think, never do anything and, i think that's what he was trying to say because he did say you know there will be puzzles i can do i just 
I've, I've been off on these puzzles. No, I don't he know said there will be physical challenges. He said there will be challenges I can he do. He said physical challenges. Okay. And Jeff stepped in. And I thought Jeff was about to hammer him on the ladder, but he didn't. <laughs> Jeff steps in and says, let me give you a personal story. I'm like, oh, that was so funny. You know what? No, go for it. Tell him what, what is the personal story about Jeff, Mary? Well, personal story is that Jeff tried out for his basketball team when he was, I forget what, high middle school, school, middle school, middle school. Junior high. He said. Yeah, junior high. And he didn't make it, but... Because he couldn't do a left-handed layup. Right. But because he was just so excited about the team and about work, you know, being on the team, they made him the water boy. So he's like... That's a so, twist of the story. So Brandon, are you, are you basically the water boy of the team? And he's like, yeah, I, I'm fine being the water boy. I'm just here yeah, to help. Yeah, yeah. And Kimi, please. Yeah. Anything. <laughs> I'm here to be loyal and I'll be your vote and I'll do it. And then he's like, and, and there will be challenges I can do later. You Physical know? challenges, he says. Yeah. Specifically. Yes. I guess he does. He says physical. Okay. And that's when that's why Jeff said the water boy thing. Right. So the thing is, there's only a tribe of five. If this was if we had a season with two tribes of nine, then maybe they could be like, OK, well, you know, we got so many people here. What's right. one person? But when you got a tribe of five, it's like, no, there's yeah. no excess. You no, can't. they can't afford the fat on mm-hmm. their tribe for just for a vote. So, yeah, he had to go. Um, there was some discourse online social media about about this and they say it's unfair that women have been targeted early in these six i think these uh three tribe seasons where i think that the reality is somebody i remember somebody last season did the math on this and it was like almost equal on two tribe seasons and three tribe seasons whether mm-hmm. a woman goes first on a tribe or not because i think it doesn't matter whether it's three tribes right. or tribes it just seems more obvious i feel like because we've been paying more attention to the three tribe format because we're tired of it Right. Where why can't we do two tribes of nine and divide them by sex? Is that still is that too controversial for a modern survivor to do? Yeah. Because I know they want equal number of men and women, and I'm I'm for that. And I understand they're not gonna do twenty people. I get it. Like this is not Big Brother. We don't have a hundred days to waste your time. With twenty six days, it's lean. So why can't they do two tribes of nine? Right. And one tribe's women, one tribe's men, and then episode three or four, they just do their tribe swap and mix it up. It's fine. Like, what's why, why is that an issue? I don't know. I just, I'm just saying, if they're going to do two tribes, I don't see why they can't do that. Anyways, so Brands voted off three to zero. Next time on Survivor, Mary. Yes. Well, okay, but I want to talk about Brandon for just a second longer. All right, talk about Brandon for just a second. He, <laughs> no, he, he was just it. so sweet. I love Brandon. Yes, he's much better he than He hugged Hannah. everybody. He told him he loved him. He thanked Jeff. He's like, mm-hmm. Jeff, thank you so much for this opportunity. He like grabs Jeff's shoulder. Yeah, and he laughed when Jeff was like, Brandon, your drive's spoken. And he's like, this is so cool. Like, you just can't help but love yeah. Brandon. I just. It doesn't feel fake. Like some people give off and pretend to be happy. Right. And that's that was not that's not what he he's being legit. Right. Brandon is. is legit. Yes, he is. He sucks at challenges, but he's legit. Right. I liked him. Nothing against Brandon. It was a good exit. Nothing against Brandon. No, mm-hmm. Brandon was legit. He was being sincere. He was not playing it up to seem like a good sport. He was a good sport. Right. So. And in his exit is review. He's like, guys, go out and play. You will love it. You'll have the time of your life. Hopefully you do better than I did. <laughs> True. I don't know if I would, Brandon, but I'm sure others would. All right, so next time on Survivor, Mary. Yes. What do we see? We see Drew looking for an idol. We, uh, we assume this is he, the palm we tree. We see Drew digging in the yeah. ground, and we see D mad at him. Like, <laughs> did she say, like, a boyfriend who yes, cheated or like something? Yes, it's like catching your boyfriend cheating on yes, you. Yes, because he's looking for an idol yeah. without her. Anyways, so, so, wow, I'm Are stretching. Are you tripping? Sabaya. Sabaya. 
uh, is telling Emily yeah. that Caleb has to go. Which means Caleb has edit immunity. Caleb has edit immunity, but also this is, we uh, we know that Sabaya doesn't want to work with Emily. So so obviously, again, yeah. Sabaya's just trying to throw her off the track. And because for those who, want, she's hurt. who are new to the podcast, edit immunity is anytime they see an exo on Survivor, this person's gone. That means that person is safe every single time. Yes. For those who are new here. Anyways. I was just saying that. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that Sabaya doesn't want to work with Emily. So this is yeah. just a bluff anyway. Well, episode, she's like, I hate Emily. In fact, <laughs> I think I have control of my tribe. They're listening to me as they don't vote the way I want right. them to. So. Yes. Yeah. Um, also, Jake apparently passes out, has a seizure He's or something. Or I don't know. People online were saying he had, I mean, this is, we're recording this right after the episode. So there hasn't been like a lot of time for me to read stuff, but it looks, people say may, he might be having a seizure. Yeah. Something's happened with Jake. Yeah. Which is wild sad i really like jake hopefully he's still in the game yeah um and then something was said or shown at the challenge that was very shocking apparently our freaking paramount plus <laughs> skipped it I, it was good the whole episode and then towards the end it started like doing this weird skipping thing like where it like repeats a section i said this last week and everybody mm-hmm. else like nobody else said it happens nobody to has them. this problem we have good internet we have we i'm like watching on, on an xbox like it's or on the smart TV, does the same thing. And I'm like, what, what else can I do? What else can I, I, what am I supposed to do? So anyways, we missed what they said there, but it sounded like a camp raid maybe or something. Maybe this is the twist where somebody gets well, to go Well, I chat. feel like no matter what it is, they're not going to tell us what it yeah. is. We're just like, and now for the first time in forever, <gasps> shock faces. No. Yes. Or something like that. If so, they said something important there, we missed it. We're, I'll yeah. check. And then we'll talk, we'll talk about it on the winter analysis if it sounds relevant tomorrow. And that's all I remember. That's next time Survivor. So. Yeah. We have lots of sections of the podcast now, which are lots of fun. Uh, chapter markers, of course, if on YouTube. Right. What's new on Patreon? Patreon? So everyone right now is voting on Patreon, all patrons, doesn't matter what tier you are, for what story video they want made. And currently, there is a tight race between Keith Nail from San Juan del Sur and mm-hmm. Chaos Cast from Kai Guy. Now, there's many other people to vote for, but to be frank, those two are the front runners. Chaos Looks like Kumi one of those two. Chaos Cast. Yeah, Chaos Cast would be good. Since Sessions, I've already done a Spencer video, so. But Keith Nail as well will be good if he gets picked. Um, voting just ended on Patreon as well for the story videos for heroes versus villains. These will be on Patreon soon. We got JT Thomas and his infamous giving away of his idol mm. to Russell Hance, who is also getting in our story. Yeah. Well, the question is, will Russell Hance's heroes versus villains story be as long as Samoa? Probably not. Probably not. His Samoa story is an hour and a half. Yeah. I'm um, guessing Heroes vs. Villains probably an hour and ten. Well, he went out much earlier in Heroes vs. Villains. Well, he finished third, so I don't know what you're talking okay, about. Okay, sorry. Mary's thinking of Redemption <laughs> Island. Redemption Island. Dr- <laughs> All right, so Colby, Donaldson, Parvati, and Sandra. Timely nice. on the Parvati and Sandra, because they're going to be on the Traders like we mentioned earlier. Very so. nice. Uh, I just, uh, thumbnails are shown on up here on YouTube, but yeah, those will be on Patreon very soon. We greatly appreciate everyone who We greatly us. appreciate it, for real. Thank you. All right, so... New section of the podcast we're doing the season. I think this will be a fun one. Uh, we're going to talk about the secret scenes that Survivor uploaded last week to YouTube, mm-hmm. social media, whatever you want to call it. There are three of them. They do this every week, by the way, for those who don't know. It's good to download them, in my personal opinion, because sometimes they'll just randomly delete them. Right. And then you have to buy the DVD. But I don't even <laughs> think they're making the DVDs anymore, Mary, because they made one for four, Survivor 43 right after it ended. Mm-hmm. And then they have made one for 44 and 44 has been done for a while. And I looked Uh-oh. and it's still not there. And I'm like, oh no, are they done with the DVDs now? So that was like the only way to get the secret scenes. If you missed out downloading them off the internet. 
So heads up people. <laughs> now there are other channels out there that will upload these. So if Survivor does delete them, at least it's on these are channels. Mm-hmm. Anyways, point being is check out the Survivor CBS YouTube channel. They post these right after the episodes are done. So, all right. The first one that they had, they have one from each tribe for episode one. Mm-hmm. I feel like two of these are important and one's not. But let's talk about the <laughs> Belo tribe. Bruce's okay. crab hunt. Tell us about this one. It's like 45 seconds of Bruce, of Bruce catching a crab. Yeah. And then like 30 seconds of Jake being like, oh, that Bruce. Oh, that Bruce. We're having so much fun here. <laughs> that Bruce. And it was like, okay. Yeah. Welcome to the world fun. of secret scenes, Mary. Well, and then they, they all uh, thank the crab mm-hmm. for something and threw him back in the ocean. Yeah. I don't know. It was just like so dumb, honestly. Yeah. When I make my, I have like three of the volumes up and there's a fourth one on Patreon right now of like the best secret scenes of all time. It's, I think I call it time, 10 times survivor hit secrets from you, but it's like secret scenes. They didn't show you. They're like, those are the best ones. And mm-hmm. I had to go through 44 seasons to find them mm-hmm. because they, a lot of time they're like this. There's like Bruce's crap hunt where it's like, okay. Like even like, I'm glad they cut this from the show. Right. But and 40, 45 seconds doesn't sound like a long time, but when it's just like, 45 seconds straight of silence. Yeah. I mean, there was music. It was like nothing. Of Bruce catching a crab, yeah. which is fascinating. Yeah. yeah. But it's not relevant to the overall, like, oh, they cut this. So it means nothing. This means nothing. This really means nothing. All right. Lulu. <laughs> let's talk about Lulu. Lulu. Okay. Lulu's tree mail secret scene. What is this one about? Um, They're like trying to understand what the challenge is going to be. And they're all excited and talking. Yeah. Um. Basically, what I got from this is that, again, we, Caleb narrates it, mm-hmm. and he talks about, I think we have a good shot at winning. We're all excited <laughs> and ready to go. But like he says it kind of hesitantly, yeah. and then he's like, I am a little worried about Brandon and Hannah. And mm-hmm. that was basically their scene. Well, and I, I say that's important and just mean like, like he kind of saw it coming. Yeah. 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 Important's a strong word for a secret scene, but. Okay, so then we have the Reba one, and I mm-hmm. feel like this one is actually telling. This is a good secret scene. This is a good secret scene, yeah. but the fact that it was cut, I think, is telling. So let's That's talk true. about this one. What is the Reba secret scene, the Red Tribe secret scene? This was my favorite. So basically, Sifu struggles for eight hours to make a fire. He has the flint. He has the machete. Yep. He has the stuff. Why is no one else making the fire? <sighs> I feel like this is one of those instances where he just really wants to do it. There were shots of, I think, Julie trying, I think Austin trying it. Yeah, other but people basically, tried stepping in and helping. Yeah, when he needed a break, other people stepped in. But basically, he tried all day long to start that fire and just struggled. And so he like goes away, he does his meditation, he calms down. Then he comes back, and this is my favorite. So Austin and Drew are just like, we can do this. We, we've got this. We can do this. Just relax. And Drew's like, yeah, if it, if we get those sparks, we're not going to freak out. We're going to stay cool. We're going to act like it's a girl that we're not trying to scare away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we just got to stay calm. And he does it in like two seconds and makes the fire. And then, you know, gets a torch and does the theme song and runs on the beach. And it was just so epic and survivor-ish. And I just, I loved it. I thought it was so fun. So this one I feel like is relevant in the winter analysis somewhat. And this will happen time to time where a secret scene is like, hmm, this is actually a little bit telling. If Sifu was going to win, don't you think this would have been yes. left in the show? Yes, definitely. Because hmm. it's such a good moment for him. Yes. Where had it been Sifu failing? Ah, oh, they'll do that from time to time where the winner secret scenes, their secret scenes will be stuff that's not very flattering about the winner. Sure. There was one about Gabler in 43 where it's like Gabler's an old man who takes forever to go out and fish and he's annoying the crap out of me. <laughs> but that person that's not really new. was Sammy. Who said all that and he voted for Gabler, then right. Gabler won. So they right. put that as a secret scene. 
Jam Jam in 44 has a secret scene where he burns his like part of his buff and it's like he overreacts to it. It kind of makes him look like a wuss. But he wins the season and you don't want your winner to look like a wuss over burning his buff a little bit. So they put it as a secret scene. That's all negative content for the winner. They usually want the winner to be likable. Even if you are Emily and you see Gabler win and that motivates you to apply. (laughs) (laughs) For most people, they want you to like the winner. So Sifu, Sifu is going to win. I feel like this would have been left in the show. Yeah. Don't know. I can't say that for certain, but I feel like it would have been. So. All right. That's last week's secret scenes. Uh, We'll talk about episode two secret scenes next week, obviously. Okay. So time for question of the week. So far, you nor I have gotten any of them right. I got yours wrong in the preview. I, you got both of mine wrong last week in episode right. one. Apparently, I was incorrect, by the way, when I said Edge of Extinction was the last time they had it in the show. I, apparently, it was season 35, someone said. Oh, wow. So if you had said that, I, we could retroactively say you're right, but you didn't say I that, didn't so say you were that. still wrong. <laughs> no, it's okay. I had no idea. I did try to go a little bit easier, I right. think. Okay, this, I don't know what easier week. means, but what is your question for me? Nail me. So, in which season was the fire-making tiebreaker introduced? Uh, this would be season 10 with Stephanie and Bobby John. No. The Yeah. What are you talking okay. about? That is the season. What you, what's the answer? The answer I have was Survivor Cook Islands season 13. No, it was introduced season 10 when Stephanie and Bobby John okay. literally couldn't so, vote for each other in Palau. Yes. No, no, no. I understand that. No, this is. This go is ahead. specifically if they're it's still wrong. But go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Maybe you're right. It can't be. But go ahead. This is specifically if there is a tie between the final four. Yeah. No, they did that in season 10 as well. Between who, where'd you get this information from? In season 10, Ian did made fire against, I want to say it was Katie and Ian won. It was Survivor Plow. That was also the final four. There's two fire makings. There was one between Stephanie well, and Bobby one, John. Yes, and then I there knew, was, which was four. But it didn't count because it, it wasn't okay, final four. And then the final four of Survivor Plow. Where'd you get this information from? Just I did you Google, Google this it? information? <laughs> yes. Do I ever trust Google? You have to go to Survivor right. Wiki. They're the only I have people. a second question. If you would rather just well, because that question was and... bogus, and I had the answer anyways. Okay. I had both answers, whether you want to be technical or not. Hold on, I'm double checking this fire making. I want to make sure. Yeah, it was. It was between Ian and Jen. My apologies. And Ian won the tiebreaker. Uh, the first time they ever did a tiebreaker fire was in Survivor Plow. Go ahead. What's your second question? All right. So, in what season was the fire making modified to be the final four fire making? Season thirty five. Yes, that one was actually that one was actually I think most people would know that one. Yes, because it's when they it was a little it. bit easier. That was my bonus question. And Ben got that. Yeah, and Ben won it. So, uh, but no, technically, it was season ten. Whether you want to say it was the final final four or not the final four, they introduced season ten. Season ten was monumental, and the and the stuff they introduced that season. So. Good to know. All right, good question, Jen. Never trust Google. Always check Survivor <laughs> Wiki because Google people You're post right. the most asinine things I've read on that. Google. And I'm like, this is not correct. <laughs> so, anyways, all right. So back on Monday, this is a very special one-time section. This is not this might come up next week, maybe, because they're doing another version of this next week. So on Monday of this week, they did a price is right at night survivor edition. Mm-hmm. And Mary and I tuned in with the full intent of doing a full-blown podcast about this thinking oh man this is going to be very survivor specific and it might be fun to talk about for like 20 minutes we watched it 
it was prices right with a bunch of survivor logos slapped all over the place and jeff popped in for like two or three minutes to explain a few things and then he snuffed, and snuffed people's some torches, torches. <laughs> yeah it was very much like jeff was just showing for the paycheck mm-hmm. and they just slapped the survivor logo on things so people like you and i and it worked would tune in that's true it did work we did tune in <laughs> <laughs> you I mean, else? my favorite was the contestant that had a laminated image of Jeff Probst in her back pocket. Yeah, but it's funny because I'm not going to spoil it. It is on Paramount Plus if you want to watch it. I mean, Price is Right is fun to watch. Yeah, I, we like. like well, it was. It was. I guess it was more disappointing and thinking that it could be something more because in 2016 they did this and there were Survivor contestants with paired with regular people, mm-hmm. and this was just regular people, and occasionally Jeff Probst popped up. Right. Survivor players were in the 2016 version and there was a lot of fun. Boston Rob was there. Wu was there. Mm-hmm. I believe Sari was there. Don't quote me on that. It's been a while since I've seen it. Anyways, it was a hot mess at some points. It was a lot of fun to watch. This one was like Price is Right, but with Survivor logo slapped everywhere. Right. So it was okay. It's, it was Price is Right. Next yeah. week, they're doing an Amazing Race version. We might check that on Paramount Plus later, but I'm not watching live. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I felt, I felt lied to almost. I felt lied to. I felt lied to. Bamboozled. I felt bamboozled. Yeah. Proper. Okay, so now it's time for Mary's least favorite part of the podcast, TV oh ratings. Mary loves when we talk about TV ratings. So You act like this is the worst. It's just like statistics just go I know. over my head. Every time we talk about it, you always like, you fall asleep. So <laughs> for those who are watching on YouTube, uh, I'll have images on the screen. On the left will be the Survivor 44 TV ratings. On the right will be Survivor 45. For those who are listening, I'll do my best to explain. So. Survivor 45 premiered last week with 5.07 million, over 5 million tuned in. It was first place for Wednesday night by a mile. Like nothing else was close. I think, I think Mass Singer came in second place with like three point something million. Wasn't even close. Survivor mm-hmm. got first place. There's no scripted shows. Survivor dominates. Nice. Uh, and apparently, uh, I'll have, I'll put up this image as well. Uh, CBS posted that Survivor not only did it have beat win the night had more viewership than 44 by i believe half a million something like that it also had more streams than 44's premiere on paramount plus by like 46 percent so it was a huge win across the board for survivor over itself mm-hmm. and over others on wednesday which is great in mm-hmm. terms of renewing the show 47 48 uh also amazing race i just want to mention this since it was it was the same night was down on its viewership numbers. I feel like maybe because it was it's on so late yeah. at nine thirty yeah. on the East Coast, and Amazing Race is very much a family show. But it it did increase on streaming. I don't have the exact number in front of me, but it did increase in streaming. I think honestly by about thirty something percent. Nice. So it, maybe that makes up for the less viewership live. I don't know, but good for Survivor dominating its lot, and and we'll see how that goes from here. We'll see how. Because a lot of people were annoyed last week by Lulu being so bad, but I think that just makes season more interesting. It, I mean, I'm intrigued. Yeah, for sure. The season's already on track to be the best in the new era. So, okay, time for winter analysis. Mary, did I've never said this before? Did you know that people skip to the winter analysis part of our podcast and don't what? listen to the other? I know what a bunch of jokes. So, <laughs> <laughs> we talk about winter analysis the whole episode for those who skip here, but we still love you. We say out loud. All right. So tomorrow we're going to do Mary and I are going to do an impromptu special winner analysis. We're going to talk about they're all 16 players. We're going to rank all 16. Mm-hmm. But for today, we're just doing our top three. Uh, and we're going to talk about who the heck do we pick for our teams for the make your picks app? Because last week we didn't want to reveal it because you could have copied us. But 
Why would you, you copy can't copy us? us now? I mean, you can, but it like <laughs> costs you a bunch of points or whatever. So, uh, first off, let's do our top three, and then we'll talk about who we picked on the Make Your Picks app for our Survivor pool. Okay. Okay. So, who, Mary? Who is your number three? Number three changed last week. It was Sifu. Uh, this week is Drew. So Sifu dropped. Sifu dropped for mm. sure. Um, I don't know. I I think Drew's funny. I think he's pretty likable. He's kind of a nerd. He seems to have a solid alliance right now. Uh, I just really liked his JT to my Steven comment. Mm-hmm. Honestly, he's try. I like that he tried to do something at the summit by getting the other uh, guys to talk about their tribes. It may not have really worked for him, but he's trying. You know, yeah. I, he's he, he's worth keeping an, an eye on, in my opinion. Sure. All right, so Drew's okay though. Next week he does get caught by D cheating on her. Well, apparently. I didn't so. know that. Well, you did when we talked about right now. What are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) At the current moment, you do know about that. So last week, my number three, when I was podcasting with you, not with Rebecca, uh, was Brandon. Though I quickly changed my mind when I talked with with Rebecca. Whatever. I did. If you listen to it, I did. I moved Jake to my number three, and I'm standing by that. Jake's my number three. And I actually have, I mean, this guarantees he makes at least merge. Are you ready for this? Mm -hmm. Or mergatory, whatever it's called. So... Jake was shown in an ad on television with like a full blown beard. Oh, yeah. Remember that? He had no buff on him in like in the ads for Survivor and he had like a beard. And I'm like, uh, he doesn't have that right now in episode one or two. So he clearly makes it at least halfway through the game because I want to say it's about the halfway point. Sure. So Jake's number three for me. I mean, I like Jake otherwise. I, I don't know. He doesn't the look seizure to seizure happening next week doesn't sound good, right. but apparently he's still there because he has a full-blown beard. I, yeah, I guess we'll see. I mean, facts are facts, okay? Facts are facts. Facts are facts. <laughs> CBS ads giving it away. So, I but I like Jake. I think he is in a precarious situation right now with Bruce. Mm-hmm. But Brando and was it Kelly said they're in the middle? Mm-hmm. So, they flipped to Bruce and Jake's side. It's all they need. Yeah. We'll see how that, we'll see what happens. We'll see. Uh, who is your number two? Number two is Katura. Um, she was my number two last week also, and I'm not sure why I just have like this gut that she seems to be one of the few people on, I can't say that because Brando and Kelly finally got some strategy content, but up to this point, she was the only person that seemed to be like really caring about the game or wanting to play. Everyone else was like having fun and goofing off and whatever. And she's like, I just want to play the game. And Bruce is being annoying. <laughs> and- to be fair, Katara's <laughs> had two weeks of content compared to their one. Yes. So, so. I don't know. I just want to like, I feel like she does have a a pulse on what's going on in her tribe and she gets content at, so far the last two weeks yeah. and it's possible that she could go far. So we'll see. I don't know. I just have like a gut feeling about well, her. it really depends on how this, how their first vote goes in mm-hmm. terms of who swings where, right? When pen to parchment goes down, that's when we'll get a really good read on where everyone is. Yes. So is Katura going to get the votes or is Bruce and Jake going to get the votes? I don't know. So, number two for me, it's Emily, of course, mm-hmm. duh, the Matt Chat Prophecy, uh, which I only mentioned bleep. once the whole episode, but no, uh, this is the part <laughs> where we talk about it. That's true. The Matt Chat Prophecy is in full effect still. I don't, not as on board as I was last season, mm-hmm. and as I should have been in 43, but from season 33 through 44, this is in my 44 Secrets video. I have all the proof, the proof is in the pudding, or in this case, in the video, mm-hmm. of the winners from 33 through 44, if they were talked to on the map by Jeff. They won the season. I mean, one of them did because multiple people are talking to you. It's one of those like, but this season it was between Brandon, not him, Emily, maybe, or Bruce, maybe. Well, well, well. Anyways, I like Emily though. I, I'm, 
I feel like she could have redemption arc, but even tonight I was like, hmm, how is she going to get through the whole post-merge game like I this? Don't, I do not Does see a way for Does she get overlooked? Because people are like, ah, oh, we know where Emily stands. She tells us all the time. Could be. But how does she get votes at the end? That's yeah. where I'm currently at, yeah. at right now. I don't know. Though tonight she did get votes to vote with her. Was it more of we want to be good in challenges mm. or more we like Emily more than Brandon? I think no, it was just the challenges. but it was definitely just we need to be stronger yeah. in challenges. But they did notice that they did point out that Emily made a concentrated effort to be better. Yes. And so if Emily is willing to learn and willing to be better and learn to be human, Emily could go to the end and win. It is anything. There possible. are many people I feel like are ahead of her <laughs> in terms of convincing a jury at the moment, but it's only episode two, baby. Go Emily. Emily's number two for me. Come on, Matt chat. All right, Mary, who's your number one? Number one, still Caleb. Good choice. Um, he just always has positive content. Like he, he hasn't had any negative content. Even tonight, Emily gave him praise. Yes. Well, and he's making strategic plays, not emotional. Like, he knew it was the right thing to do to get rid of Brandon strategically mm-hmm. tonight. And he knows it's a good thing to keep Emily around um, because she is such an obvious buffer, I think. he's, But he's also likable. Like, he's encouraging Emily and mentoring her. And he genuinely wants to see her grow. So he's obviously somebody who's going to be really likable. Everybody in his tribe likes him and talks to him and confides yeah. in him. So I'm really, really feeling positive about Caleb. Yeah, Caleb's good. I'm high on Caleb as well. He'll definitely be in my top group tomorrow when we do our when we rank all 16 people. Okay, so my number one is Bruce, Uncle Bruce. I didn't feel as great about him after tonight, but to be fair, Gabler had a sim. I mean, Gabler also had a very negative start. Here's the thing: we just don't know until Belo goes to tribal. If Bruce is on the wrong side of the numbers and Jake goes home, for example, which we know he's not, because hey, look at that commercial. It ruined. He makes the merge at least. If Bruce, I mean, if Bruce gets voted off, obviously Bruce drops off my top three. I bet you didn't what? see one coming, yeah. but well, I'm saying those, I feel like, okay, so think about this, right? The CBS ad has to be an effect, has to be, has to be taken into account mm-hmm. because we're already sitting here saying, who are they going to, who's the middle going to swing to? Well, unless Bela only goes to one tribal, which is very possible, they're probably going to swing to Jake and Bruce's side because Jake is there decently into the game with that beard. Sure. I, I mean, that's I mean, a good. CBS wants to spoil it themselves. Go for it, CBS. I'm right. all on board. You know, we knew some of these people here were not going to give off the first episode because we saw them in like the intro of the season smashing the tiles that in the episode that happened tonight. Sure. So we knew they had to make it to this point. So if they want to do it in the ads. They want to show Jake with a beard. I pff, screw it, man. Okay, go for it. So I don't. I'm not saying that that's pro Bruce, but I'm saying I like Bruce. I think Bruce could turn around. I think there's a lot of early on like let's target Bruce. Like oh, I don't like Bruce. Bruce is you know. But like the game's young, sure. he's just the easy target early on. And maybe if they had gone the first two tribals, he might be gone. Mm-hmm. But they're pretty strong in challenges. Like it is really a a two horse race between them and Reba. At everything. Right. Lulu has not come close. Now Brandon, the curse of Brandon is gone. <laughs> the the rise of Emily is around the corner in challenges in puzzles. So maybe that will be maybe that will send one of the other tribes to tribal. Yeah, I'd love to see that. I, I don't want y'all to go back either. Right. <laughs> I'm worried about Emily at that point. So how much more can they lose? But yeah, what I am saying is I like Bruce. I think Bruce is good. He did, did talk to on the Matt chat legitimately. Unlike Emily who butted in. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I am a little bit worried. But hey, what's 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 a little worry? You know, can't, everyone worry. can't be perfect. True. <laughs> Not everyone can be. Perfect. I'm high on Bruce. So tomorrow, Mary and I will do a full 
blown winner analysis. We'll rank all 16 people in the game, talk about each and every one of them individually. Okay, so for our final section of the podcast, we're doing your all's questions. This is the stuff you guys give me, right? What about the- my picks? Oh, yeah, good call. Okay, so our on the my pick my, make your picks app, which make your picks app, which by the way, it's not too late to join. I think you can join pretty much any week. You're just going to be you just didn't gain points for episode two, but it's free. What do you got to lose? You could still win if you pick all the right people. True. So on the Make Your Picks app, you get to pick five people to be on your team. Mm-hmm. And if somebody gets voted off, you can't swap them out. I think it costs you. Does it cost, doesn't cost points to do that. Yeah. So anyways, so. it doesn't matter because neither of us got anybody voted off. So I'm not worried about it. Who is on your team, Mary? So I have Caleb, obviously. Obviously. Um, Sifu, Austin, Katura, and Kendra. I have, personally, I also have Sifu and Katura, but I have Jake, Emily, and Bruce. Bet you didn't see that one coming on my team. So my top three are on my team, plus Katura and Sifu. I put Sifu there because I figured he was going to get just points, just points based on content. I figured Mm -hmm. he's going to be in episodes. I don't think Sifu's winning. Right. I don't think it, I don't, I just don't see it. I mean, as of now, but it's only episode two. So, um, I'm just playing around with this. I'm pretty sure you can swap out contestants at any time for free. Yeah. I think it costs. So, like, no, I think what it is is if, so say I wanted to swap out Kendra for some reason with Kelly. Mm -hmm. So, I'm just picking that right now. We should know this better, but we're new here as well. Oh, nope. You're right. You only have two free swaps. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. You got to be very strategic. You lose points if you swap. Very strategic. So I was just playing around. Sorry, if this you haven't joined time. already, join the Make Your Picks app. It's on Apple and Android. It's free. Our pool's free. The prize is if you win, if you get first place, I said you can say the most asinine thing you want and I'll pin your comment um, as long as you're not like cursing, I guess. I don't know. Pretty wow. I mean, I, I say I say whatever you want. You can be complimentary. <laughs> you, can be, you can be a jerk. You can say your crazy opinion. Go for it. I don't know. I ain't got no other, no other prizes for you. Uh, the other po- survivor pool that's on there is public is the no buffs one, which I'm also in. I think they're giving away like a hundred dollar gift card to their shop. Nice. We don't have a shop, <laughs> <laughs> so that's the difference. Maybe next season I'll have something for you, but we're just playing for fun this year. I've never done Survivor Fantasy before, so okay. Can we do your qu- their questions now, Mary? Yes. Go Why? For thank it. you. You're I didn't welcome. know you were the host of the show. All right. So on YouTube, as soon as the episode is done, I ask for y'all's questions on my community tab. Thank you, everyone, for giving me your question. So first question is from Steve Bill. Does Brandon being voted out debunk the Matt theory? Yeah, no. Well, not yet, technically, but it's a good start. <laughs> Shush, Mary. <laughs> so in 44, MGM went home in like episode six and he was part of the match at that season. It doesn't mean anything. We need all three people to be gone for it to be debunked. Well, and even so, then, yeah. if Sifu's still there, wasn't he technically? No. <laughs> I don't count him either. Yeah. So if Bruce and Emily go... Then, I mean, it's they finally and they've made so many changes this season. I could see it. I yes. totally can see it. They have purpose is 45 is different than the first four seasons of this new era because they're actually listening. Mm-hmm. Holy cow. Who would have thunk? So next question is from Uwu. The one guy said he wanted to find his JT to a Steven. Who wants to be a Steven in that relationship? Apparently Drew. Yeah. yeah. Well, he probably thinks he's a little bit smarter than JT or at least has. Learn from his Smarter mistakes. than Steven, he means. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Sorry than Steven. And to be fair, not to ruin anything, but... To be fair. JT and Steven get pretty far. I mean, like, what's wrong with having somebody that takes you to the very end? So. Yeah, what's wrong with <laughs> getting second place, losing, getting completely swept to Final Tribal, oh, getting dunked on by JT who says Steven was a scrub, oh, I did all the work, 
And everybody wanted to give JT anyways because he was the golden child. Yeah, what's wrong with that? What's wrong with looking like a scrub in the, in the final tribal? Nothing. Except your 100k and shut up. That's a joke. Uh, I would be okay with being Steven. I'd be okay with yeah, being be okay Steven. Alright. Uh, Billiam MC asks, do we like the balance of advantages in camp life with this being the first proper 90 minute episode of the season? Yes. Did you like the balance here? I do. I yeah. think that there was just enough camp life, just enough talk about it. Mean, I mean, although I wish, I guess we would have seen some talk about advantages at below, but Well, they whatever. didn't find one, so why? Right, I What's guess the so. Point? You're right. And but yeah. Bruce didn't do anything, so yeah. He just goofed. So he just goofed. I mean, he did the right, I mean, I think he made the right call if he's going to be bad at puzzles. No, no, I know. So I will say that if they had to do the journey, like it was required, like let's say a gun was put to their head. I'm glad they did an episode two because they had the time to do it. Won't they? If they don't did, they do this like they three other this times? In the premiere. Sure, and but then they, they do have it like two-hour premiere. They had ninety minutes. Then they usually do it like two other times before the merge. That was in forty-one, forty-two. Thankfully, in forty-three and forty-four, I think they only did it in the premiere. Oh, okay. So I know. I wish they wouldn't do it at all. Remember forty-one? They did it like five times. By the time we got to time to reform, like you're still doing this. We haven't even reached the merge yet. Are you right. serious? Forty-one was so bad. I oh that season. All right. Next question is from Mystical Comments. How did Claire man? <laughs> How did Claire manage to break the rules and set up both past challenges and this <laughs> challenge this season when Jeff specifically said you cannot do that? That's a great question. How did Claire break the rules and set out again? Oh, brother, I don't have a running gag this season yet, so Claire might be carrying over for right now. All right, uh, unless somebody has one, let me know. Okay, so. Oh, this is a long name. The bearded wonder Corbin asks, will they regret the decision to save Emily over Brandon? No. Long term. No. I mean, Emily is playing some 40 chess. She inadvertently saved herself by telling Sabaya to buzz off. That was luck. That was not luck. And I don't think it would have mattered. But anyways. D chess. You and I talked about 40 chess in depth during the Nicaragua podcast. We did. You should know all about it. This is some 40 chess. This is okay. Next question. (laughs) All right. Real Team Wall asks, why was this episode so good? I don't know. Because nobody quit? Yeah, nobody quit. We got to know people. We got, we got, you know what? Here's the thing. Survivor and a lot of the Fiji seasons, especially, it's like, here's the episode format. Like, we, we start. We can't, God forbid we have an opening credit sequence. Mm-hmm. We start. Strategy talk about what happened in Tribal. Next mm-hmm. day, we get one minute of interesting character content. Mm-hmm. strategy talk advantage strategy talk advantage strategy talk advantage go to the immunity challenge somebody loses back at camp strategy talk strategy talk strategy talk go to tribal uh analogy 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 strategy talk vote somebody off that's the episode that's a lot of the bad episodes of the new era mm-hmm. here we got character content mm-hmm. mixed in very very well with strategy talk with looking for advantages with the stupid journey that we've never really been a fan of aside from, I think the very first time we're like, that's pretty cool. And that was it. And it was like, it was a good balance. They balanced it. Well, the, I hope the 90 minutes carries over to 46. I don't know how we can make this happen. I don't know if there needs to be a petition or something. I'm on board because Jeff said it's up in the air. CBS has not decided yet whether 46 will be 90 minutes, but I love the balance here. That's why it's so good. Cause they balanced. It was not, us not really knowing these people besides from what they think strategically. Right. So it was lovely. I the whole season this might be one of the this might be the best season of the new era because of that. But also I feel like casting I don't but because then extra time, maybe the casting gets to shine. It's true. We do have a mess tribe on our hands. Good. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, same person, Real Team Wall. Was I the only one who thought Brandon would make it much further? He never even mentioned his grandpa robbing a bank. Good point. <laughs> That's true. He never That did. was in the preview. Mm-hmm. That's like, remember when 43 preview showed Carla being a villain and then the whole season they avoided Carla being a villain in the actual show? And we're like, why? And they, well, like, why did Brandon not get to mention his grandpa robbed a bank? There just wasn't enough time. <laughs> I mean, Brandon was such a hot mess. They actually really didn't have enough. <laughs> would, would that make, think about the downfall of Brandon's grandparents robbing a bank to Brandon. <laughs> yeah, I really just don't think it fit very doesn't really well. fit the story at all. He's not quite the bank robbing type. <laughs> it just... It wasn't a good juxtaposition. Brandon walks to the bank, trips, falls, <laughs> gunfire, shoots his own foot. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. I'm so sorry. I was going to rob you. I was. <laughs> his like mask is off. I forgot in the car. <laughs> but he's just so likable. The Emily's in the corner like, Brandon money. sucks at robbing banks. <laughs> Here's a hundred bucks and leave. <laughs> no, Emily wouldn't give him no money. She No, off. I mean like somebody in the bank would be like. Somebody gives him penny yeah. money to for trying to rob them <laughs> okay well that's a good end of the podcast anyone who gets this far in the podcast deserves that joke i hope you enjoyed it okay so next week of course we'll be back but we'll be back mary and i specifically will be back tomorrow we're talking about every single player we do winner analysis in depth we'll be back next week of course uh wednesday night on patreon thursday on youtube podcast platforms come a few days later and next week, Rebecca will be back to do winter analysis. So we got winter analysis content every week for the mm-hmm. first three weeks. We'll see how it goes from there. We'll see. Well, it might get to a point where, uh, you know, we'll just, we'll see the 90 minutes. It's like, it's new. We're, we're rolling with it. Right. It's fun. So we've got a lot of content to work. A lot with. of content to talk about a lot of stuff. Like the winter analysis, not as cut and dry as it used to be. Mm-hmm. I'm really liking it. Me too. Okay. You have anything else? Nope. All right. Well, we really appreciate you all and we'll see you all next time. Bye. Bye.